following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Hour number two on a Tuesday broadcast of Superfly Haze is underway. We're the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show for the station close to you. Or while you'll be traveling in Michigan, go to the huge show.net. 19 stations strong. Want to give some love to 104.7 FM and AM 1340. The ticket, Charlevoix Petoskey to the bridge. Also, Sports Extra 1330, Flint, Genesee County. Appreciate the longtime support. Superfly tells me that Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball, uh, he'll join us in a few moments. We'll get his thoughts on Big Ten basketball media days going on today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Wolverines in the media preseason poll picked to finish third. Tim Stout from East Lansing. Stout on Sports and our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. Tom Izzo and the state of Michigan State basketball. Stout in a few moments. Matt Charbonneau follows Michigan State football and basketball for the Detroit News. A lot of Spartan fans are thinking, well, we're going to beat Wisconsin. They're down. Their coach, Paul Christ, was fired. They just hammered Northwestern. I don't see a guaranteed W left for Michigan State. If they can right the ship against Wisconsin, then you'll think, you know what? They can give Michigan a game at the big house. That Wisconsin game is huge for the Spartans. We'll talk to Charbonneau later. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, co-host of Couch and the Rube podcast. He's also on the schedule. I did open the show with the short, quick, huge opinion on teams that have really bad head coaches right now in the NFL. Lions, Broncos, Raiders. What in the heck were they thinking last night? Then Devontae Adams shoving somebody while he's going off the field. I... Oh. And then the NFL. What's up with... uh, these unsportsmanlike conducts for quarterbacks being thrown to the ground, like rolling over somebody. Why not review? I think it was Rich Eisen tweeted this out. Why not review the roughing the quarterback penalties? Just roughing the quarterback. I know they want to protect the quarterbacks, and you don't want third stringers in uh, every week everywhere. Just 
Just review roughing the quarterback penalties. I mean, you're reviewing everything else. Just do it, okay? So we'll get to the Lions. We'll get to the NFL, Michigan State football, Michigan football. Well, let's talk more Michigan hoops as Big Ten basketball media days are going on today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball, is standing by on the Meyer guest line. Welcome back. That was a quick offseason. It always is, Bill. Appreciate you having me. Uh, where is this team at? Uh, a year ago, a lot of expectations. They didn't meet them, and the season just kind of had a tough feel to it the entire way. What has this offseason been like for Juwan Howard? And now with the roster shakeup, and I know you get the big man in the middle back in Dickinson, how does this team look compared to a year ago? Yeah, you know, I think two things happened in the spring that really helped this team. One was that they they salvaged something out of the season by getting to the Sweet 16. You can gather a lot of momentum there. Had you know Michigan's last two games been that, that collapse against Indiana, and then, remember, they were down 28-13 against Colorado State in the first half. Had they just you know rolled over, wrapped up the season there, there'd be a real sour taste in a lot of people's mouth in that building and out that, outside that building. But they were able to rally. They knocked off a Tennessee team that came in favored against them and, and hung around with the Final Four team in Villanova. So that, that helps kind of alleviate some of the up-and-down nature of, of the season. And then you get your, your, your best player back and, you know, arguably, and, and on my ballot, the, the preseason Big Ten player of the year. I know Trace Jackson Davis got it, but Hunter Dickinson, to me, was the best player uh, who has returned in this league. He raises this team's floor so much, and it allows, I think, some of these younger pieces or inexperienced pieces uh, kind of find themselves because Dickinson, you know, at times was such a stabilizer for them last year, key in a lot of their big wins. Um, but but this season, you figure he's going to be uh, has the potential to be even better. Uh, maybe he gets a little bit more efficient with his three point shooting. Maybe he can continue to improve defensively. I thought he was pretty good defensively last year for a big man. So uh, those were the two biggest things, and I, I think from there. It, it really is a question of, you know, which one of these, you know, which handful of these younger players and experienced guys emerge. They have plenty of candidates. The, the early portion of the season will dictate who are those players. Uh, newcomers, fresh faces, either transfer portal or incoming freshmen. Uh, who do you really like that uh, game one they're helping Juwan Howard win games? Yeah, I think uh, Jalen Llewellyn, the point guard from Princeton, you know, Michigan going back to the well of bringing in a transfer point guard uh, from all accounts, you know, things have, have gone pretty well for him in the early going, you know, in, in my conversations with him, seems like a, a really likable young man, uh, obviously a smart dude going from Princeton to Michigan. Uh, so I think he's going to be a big factor. And, you know, I think Doug McDaniel, uh, the, the freshman point guard, a little undersized, but uh, he's got a, a really fascinating game. I, I think he'll have every opportunity to carve out some minutes, but I, I do think, that you know the, the majority of minutes at the one spot will, will belong to Llewellyn. Uh, in terms of the freshman, uh, I, I think Jet Howard probably projects to have the best chance to make an immediate impact, both based on his skill set and what position he plays. Um, but but you know Yusuf Kayed is certainly right there with him. It might be a one A one B type of a scenario. Regardless, I think you're going to see both those guys contribute and play. Uh, so those are probably my top three. But you know I mentioned McDaniel. You know I think Terrace Reed and Greg Glenn have a chance to, to make an impact. You know as freshmen as well. 
Uh, Kobe Bufkin has has added some muscle. He just turned 19. I mean, he's crazy young for a sophomore. You know, he, he'd be a he'd be a you know age wise about a freshman for for a lot of guys. So you know, him getting some some reps last season, there's hopes that he will make that jump. So there's a lot there. It's just it's a big question of who will emerge. And you know, and Juwan Howard in in his first few years here in Ann Arbor, he has started with a pretty big rotation and pared it down whittled it down to you know in crunch time down the stretch the last couple of seasons basically been a seven-man rotation maybe eight so i I think you'll see that 10-man rotation maybe even a bit more early on in the season figure out what you got and then once you get to the heart of big 10 play it'll probably be seven or eight brian bush voice of michigan basketball joining us on the meyer guest line here on the huge show across michigan before i let you go uh, that Columbus Dispatch Big Ten media preseason hoops poll, Michigan at number three. Do you kind of feel that's a real fit right now when you see them preseason number three in Big Ten basketball? Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, uh, quite frankly, I think you could probably put a lot of these teams in a hat and just pick somebody out and, and kind of order it from there. You know, I, I understand why Indiana's a pretty trendy pick to win the league, but. You know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it with Indiana consistently over the course of a full season. Uh, Michigan, you know, they, they've got either the best or the second best returning player in the conference in Hunter Dickinson. I think this year and what is I, I perceive to be somewhat of a transition year from a star power standpoint in the Big Ten. Uh, if you've got one of those top two guys, and, and in my estimation, the best player in the Big Ten, yeah, I like your chances. I mean, there's there's some really tough stretches in the schedule. The finish is very difficult, at least on paper right now. But as you know, Bill, I mean, there's there's no real way to know how these teams are going to look five months from now. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Michigan has every right to believe that it can, and and certainly has the ability to go and win the Big Ten this year. His name is Brian Bush. He is the radio play-by-play voice of Michigan hoops. Believe it or not, basketball season is almost here. Big Ten. Basketball Media Days today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Brian, uh, appreciate uh, the conversation. Can't wait to see uh, how this team looks. All right, Bill, as always, appreciate you having me on. All right, Brian Bush joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners uh, with the University of Michigan Athletics. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports uh, will join us uh, coming up here in just about 15 minutes. Get his thoughts. Tom Izzo of Michigan State Basketball, also on Mel Tucker. What is that coach going to do? It's similar to Dan Campbell. You were number 11 in America after your first two games. Number 11 in the country. And now most feel you're not going to win another game. Wow. And people have said, well, hey, man, you were never hard on Harbaugh. I'm like, whoa, you might want to go back to seasons when uh, he was picked to win it and the Shea Patterson experiment just didn't work out and all the heat he took. This isn't about the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. This is about Mel Tucker having the number 11 team in America this season. We are talking less than a month ago. And now people are saying, I don't think they're going to win another game. That's why that Wisconsin game is important. We'll talk to Tim Stout about that. Also, Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News, follows Michigan State football and hoops and Graham College. That's a big game. I know Penn State-Michigan is a top-ten matchup. 
10 versus 4 on Saturday at the Big House, but if State doesn't beat Wisconsin and they get embarrassed again at home, what people aren't talking enough about is that the Spartan faithful, which I find to be one of the most loyal fan bases on earth, you have given up over 1,000 yards and 80, what is it, three points in the last two home losses? Mm. That, that's, that's your paying public who drive from all corners of Michigan, who fly in on game day. And this is homecoming on Saturday. And the alums are going to be back. You cannot get embarrassed if you're Mel Tucker in Michigan State on Saturday. You have to win that game. And if you're Dan Campbell and the Lions, you have two weeks to prepare. And if you come out and lay another egg against the Cowboys and lose at home against Miami, I think the conversation on whether Dan Campbell should retain his job will be there. I saw the Eric Zane Show podcast put that out there yesterday. If you have two weeks to prepare and your team still looks like they don't know what they're doing and you don't, are you, are you telling me that people are going to say, well, yeah, we could go 4-13 and 13 again because we're going to get our quarterback. You, we are right to the same conversation we had on Matt Patricia debating whether or not he should get that third year. We are already there. And this team had a 10-point lead against the Vikings and looked like they were going to be tied for first in the NFC North after three games. And I've been there with the fans. Paying money to watch the Lions. It's not free ticket giveaways. Paying money to tailgate, to drive. And those of you that are thinking coaches get, well, they get four or five, six. No, not in today's market. They don't. With the amount of money you're paying coaches, including $95 million to Mel Tucker and his assistants all got big bumps. And Dan Campbell, I like him. I like his culture. What's the culture? Yeah, you need a culture. You need good guys. You don't want idiots. But you also need to win football games. You know, by golly, we had a good culture. And they went 1-16, but you know what? I'll take this team and follow them any day of the week. Let's give Dan another year. No, it is a Matt Patricia vibe right now with Dan Campbell. Plain and simple. And that vibe is... The guy looks like he's in over his head as a head coach. Not as a man, not as a father, not as a communicator. I'm talking about strategy and X's and O's. And now he gets an extra week. And they better deliver, not only against the Cowboys, not only in that next home game against the Dolphins, but the rest of the season. And show growth from a god-awful start to last year. But they did finish strong. They've got to do this and not win five games because I've been down that road with the Lions. No. There has to be a monumental finish for me to say you're going to go give an NFL franchise another year at Dan Campbell. Yeah, he's already there, and he brought it on himself. Well, look how close they were to the Vikings and the Seahawks. Close counts in horseshoes, in hand grenades. 
Bud Light, huge question of the day. Is the Big Ten a better football or basketball conference? You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And the first game at the Van is on Thursday night, November 10th. In downtown Grand Rapids, get your tickets at the usual ticket outlets and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I did share Nick Stauskas, the former Wolverine. The NBA G League posted on Facebook a speeded-up compilation of Stauskas scoring 100 points in 24 hours when playing for the Grand Rapids Gold last year. You can see that video. It's up right now on the Huge Show Facebook page. So that Bud Light huge question of the day, is the Big Ten a better football or basketball conference? You can answer that question on 866-838-4843. Also, thanks to Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan to great sports fans. And also, huge love to all Anheuser-Busch distributors. We'll get an update on Mel Tucker and Michigan State football and Izzo and Spartan Hoops next with Tim Stout from the game 7.30 a.m. He'll join us from Lansing. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and digging for gold every Friday in October for your chance to score up to $5,500 in cash or premium play. Hourly winners from 7 to 11 p.m. each week. And on October 28th, all the prizes turn to cash. See what you'll dig up only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Celebrating Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 Years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge Show is back live across Michigan, the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Want to give a shout out to the Roar in Detroit, 94.7 FM HD Channel 2, 93.5 FM and 99.1 FM. WHTC in Holland, huge love to everybody there. Purple Community soccer games are Saturday in Holland at Hope College. And we'll have a preview of those games coming up tomorrow between 3 and 6 on the Huge Show. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Is the Big Ten a better football or basketball conference? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. You get Penn State at 10 and Michigan at 4 or 5, depending on what poll you look at. Ohio State is as good as anybody in the country, if not the best team. Think about it. Georgia should have lost at Missouri. Texas A&M had a... Great chance in Tuscaloosa to beat Alabama. They're not the same dominant power they've been. I I might lean towards Ohio State as the best team in the country. And they had a test against Notre Dame for those of you that was like, well, they haven't been tested. Let's go talk about Mel Tucker in Michigan State. Man, number 11 less than a month ago in the country after that 2-0 start and the reeling. And I don't know how it stops. And they get a Wisconsin team that's rejuvenated with Leonard taking over for Chris. That's homecoming Saturday. And he's Lansing Tim Stout from Stout on Sports, which is heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. That also carries a huge show tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. And Tim, you've been there forever, uh, for decades in Lansing. Uh, how is Mel Tucker going to dig out of this? Well, I don't think it's easy, Bill, and I'm more perplexed and confused by this team than anyone that I can remember watching over here. I see the Associated Press just gave out its midseason Big Ten awards, and it names the most disappointing team in the conference, and I guess not surprisingly, Michigan State. But I think it's very hard to identify what all the problems are. I do see that Michigan State quarterback Peyton Thorne said today 
that he has been injured since the first game against Western Michigan, which has hampered his running ability. He says he's not 100% going into Wisconsin, which surprises me that a player would admit that, especially at that position, knowing that he is going to play, but he hopes to get back to 100% soon. So I'm going to take him at his word and figure that that's one reason that he has been somewhat less effective than what he was a year ago. But I think, as you know, Bill, they got problems everywhere that they have displayed the last four weeks. And frankly, I don't know what to make out of the Wisconsin game. I've said for four straight weeks, I can't believe they're that bad. And I am surprised, even though Wisconsin had a much better game at Northwestern, that Wisconsin is a seven-point favorite here. And for that matter, I think this this is the season right here. Because to me, if they lose one, they're going to lose three. Because if they lose this game, they'll lose at Michigan and lose at Illinois. And they may lose those two games even if they do beat Wisconsin. But you realize if they do lose to Wisconsin, you're staring at at least a seven-game losing streak. And boy, that has not happened around here for a long time. And it's incredibly ironic that after all the fanfare of desperately trying to save the head coach a year ago with a gargantuan, he can't turn it down, we've made him an offer, he can't refuse contracts, we won't leave, look where things are right Right now. now, how they are moving forward is is tough to call. I said today, Bill, Michigan State's got to hope that when Southern Cal and UCLA get into the Big Ten, they better hope that Big Ten East is dissolved somehow because I don't see how that they can possibly get to some of the goals they want in the future if they got to play Ohio State every single year. I, I just don't see how they can do it. I just don't see them catching them, especially as long as Ryan Day's a coach. I don't see it. Well, Tim, I, I look at the Big Ten in the future, and I don't think there's going to be divisions. I think they're going to follow the ACC pod model and your two highest-ranked teams, top two teams in your conference. Uh, and I don't know what formula they'll use because uh, it's the schedules will be – not even every year, but there'll be some tor- or type of formula. I don't know if there'll be a Big Ten committee that meets in a room and decides what two teams play, uh, but that's where they're going. And I really believe that the divisions, when USC and UCLA join, will be dissolved. Well, they have to hope for that because I just don't see, you know, I claim in these last two years, this year and last year, if Ohio State had wanted to do it, with one exception, the pick six Saturday, they could have scored a touchdown every single time they had the ball. Now, that's what you talk about in the state of Michigan in a high school mismatch if a Class A team plays a Class D team or something like that. I mean, I believe Saturday, by halftime, when they had 35, if they had wanted to do it, they could have scored every single time they had the ball. And some of those drives were well over 90 yards, and it never slowed them down at all. And I don't. I, I am with you. I believe Ohio State is the best team in the country. That doesn't mean they can't. I think they're going to be thirteen and zero going to the semifinal. And I think whoever's going to beat them, providing the Ohio State's got its key guys healthy, providing they play, I think they're going to be tough to stop offensively. I mean, they're as good an offensive team. I understand State's got problems. I get all that. But but scoring every single time you get the ball, every single time you get the ball, you can do that. So I'm like you. I think Georgia, I watched them just barely beat Missouri. I think Alabama's ripe to get beat this Saturday at Tennessee, whether the quarterback plays or not. But even if he, even if they do win, I, I just think those teams are going to have a hard time playing Ohio State if Ohio State's healthy. That, which sets, I, I think it's probably going to set up an 11 and 0, 11 and 0 
Michigan-Ohio State game in Columbus, and of course that'd be a monster matchup. And right now, I think Michigan isn't close to Ohio State. Just my own thought, as of October 11th, that could change, of course. We'll see after the Penn State game on Saturday. That'll give you a little bit more uh, gauge on where Michigan is at. Tim Stout, Stout on sports from the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. I think the biggest question for Mel Tucker, Tim, all this momentum from day one is enthusiasm, the woodshed, deep water, uh, smoking the stogie, Paul Bunyan trophy, 2-0 against Michigan, $95 million deal. Uh, they get a bowl win. They're top 15 again, top you know 12. All this mojo now has come to a screeching halt. And the only way he's going to get it back is by winning big football games. That's it. Yeah. And he admits that. I mean, I give him credit yesterday when he was asked about all these fans fleeing Spartan Stadium at halftime, if not earlier, so that by the end of the game, the TV cameras show a stadium that only has the other team's fans in it. Like, he he didn't chastise his home fans. Like he said, we've got to put a better product on the field so that they'll want to stay. I give him credit for that because I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, you know, these these fans pay a lot of money for these tickets. They've heard everything you just mentioned about all the mojo and all this and that. But you got to deliver if you're going to do that. I would never have got into all of that, what I call tacky stuff. I would have just been very, very low-key about this whole thing because, Bill, in reality – the places where they were going to be uh, challenged this fall, they, they, they haven't improved there. The secondary is a disaster, and I understand they got injuries there, but everybody gets injuries. They can't run the ball for beans. They're, the offensive line cannot protect Thorne, and sooner or later he's going to get whacked even beyond what he is, and may, it may come from Michigan, if not Wisconsin. The kicking game isn't nearly what it used to be. I'm talking about place kicking now. That used to be one of their huge strengths. And I still go back to last year that everything that could go their way went their way in a lot of those games so that the ball bounced right so that they could get those 11 wins. And if you'll remember, in the Peach Bowl, it's a three-point game, and Pittsburgh's on the 23-yard line going into score with the third-string quarterback, and he threw a pick six, which made the final 31-21, even though if the ball's, you know, maybe a foot the other way, they catch it, they win it, they, they score, and they win that bowl game. So I, I think that, 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 you know, that's affected my look at the whole thing. I, at the start of the year, I had them eight and four, but I never realized that they were going to have as many problems as they have had on both sides of the ball. And defensively, I don't know how they're going to slow Michigan down. I, I just don't know how they're going to do it. And, you know, it's one thing if they had something solid to build from, whether it was special teams, kicking game, running game, short pass, long pass, defense, pass. They don't have any of that. At least in the last four games, they have not had any of that. And the stat that amazed me on Saturday against Ohio State, uh, Stroud threw the ball 11 times down the field past 10 yards, and he completed all 11 of those passes. Now, I get that it's Ohio State, but when Michigan State faces McCarthy, he's the nation's leading percentage completion passer, and he'll be playing at home. I think Wisconsin's a toss-up, and I think with Michigan State's offensive struggles, Illinois is going to be enormously motivated on November 5th in Champaign, and that's a letdown game for State, whether they win or lose against Michigan, because every game after the Michigan game, a team tends to let down. So that's why I claim if they've got any hope of salvaging anything, somehow, some way, they have got to hope it goes their way against Wisconsin Saturday, and I think it's a toss-up game. 
Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. The Huge Show is taped delayed weekdays, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. on AM 7.30 in Lansing. Tim, appreciate your huge opinion on the state of Spartan football. Look forward to our next conversation. Absolutely. Anytime. They'll keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, Tim Stout, telling it like it is. In the heart of Spartan country. And I give Mel Tucker credit, better product. And that attitude really shows me that you know what business you're in, which Dan Campbell should. You're in a performance-based business. You are. I know culture. I know good kids. I know keeping kids out of trouble. It's, It's part of it at the college level, and keeping adults out of trouble is part of it at the NFL level. But you are judged by the scoreboard. And anybody who tries to spin it any other way, you're just living in denial. Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News. He follows Michigan State football and basketball. We'll get his thoughts on Izzo and Spartan Hoops and the Big Ten basketball media days going on today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Sharby is up next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
huge year for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. The Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. Big Ten basketball media days going on for the men and women today and tomorrow in Minneapolis. Matt Sharber, no Detroit News, MSU Insider. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Good, Huge. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, we'll get to Izzo and Michigan State hoops in a moment. Uh, the Mel Tucker situation. I know he's being honest and candid uh, with the media. Reality is you were number 11 a month ago, number 11 in the country. And now people are wondering if they're going to win another game. Like I was talking with Stout earlier how, how is he going to restart this mojo train that he had just percolating at 2-0 and off the first you know, two years and the $95 million deal and owning uh, Michigan so far? How does he get that back? Well, I mean, the, the simplest answer is start winning games again. Right. But that, you know, getting to that is a little more, I wouldn't say complicated, but the, the bottom line is, look, this, that 11-2 and two last year, as fun as it was for Michigan State fans, you know, and as much as it might have been, Kenneth Walker, he certainly had a huge part in that. The reality is, I don't think Michigan State as a program was really an 11-2 and two program, if that makes any sense. Um, because the, the overall talent, the depth of talent, still wasn't really there, and it's still going to take a little time. Now, the flip side to that is, were people expecting – you know, four straight losses and to feel like defensively things haven't changed all that much. That I, I think that's the frustration from fans that they're not, they don't feel like that has gotten any better. And it, it, the reality is that's going to take a little time still. I still think the key for, for Mel Tucker is if they can find a way, manage to, to scratch out enough wins to get to a bowl game. And if, if it's a big if, that they can hold together the recruiting class they have and, maybe add a few more names to that, I think they're still going to be on the right track. Now, having said that, they just had a guy decommit yesterday, a four-star offensive lineman. And, it, you know, how much that is because of what's happening on the field, none of us will really know. But um, that that's the big concern for him right now, is, is holding that together and making it feel like the overall trajectory of this program is still heading in the right direction. Because, you know, if you start losing that too, then it feels like, you know, things might feel like they're falling apart a little bit. And I, that might be a little unfair, but, you know, fans are frustrated when you lose four in a row. So uh, we'll see. But winning, winning games will be the first thing to try and get some of that momentum back. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. The only way he's getting it back, uh, no talk, no 
uh, monikers, woodshed, deep water, none of that. No victory cigars. You know, beat Wisconsin and go take care of business against Michigan. You want to get the people back in a hurry, go do that where you own that unblemished mark against the Wolverines. So we'll see on Saturdays what he's able to do in terms of earning that $95 million deal. So we get a deal. Zizzo got that bump. Uh, he's in a good place right now. Michigan State, Big Ten media preseason pull out of Columbus, number four, uh, Indiana, Illinois, Michigan in front of them. What do you think is a level of expectation for any Spartan fan listening right now when it comes to Michigan State basketball by the time we get to March? Yeah, the Big Ten basketball feels so odd to me this year. I I mean, I know everyone's picking Indiana, but it feels like nobody feels great about it. I I just feel like you got these, I don't know, five, six teams up here that you think all might be good, but you're not really sure. And I think Michigan State falls right in that because, you know, we've talked about the roster and the lack of a big man and not going out to the portal to find one. Look, they've got very good guards, but they're not going to be very deep. To me, the the realistic thing is with that non-conference schedule, try and keep your head above water. Stay 500 in the non-conference. You know, try try and get some momentum early in that conference schedule because that's the, the easier part of it. It's going to get really tough late. Um, but keep keep that NCAA streak alive. Maybe have some shot at the Big Ten title late in those last few weeks of the season. Um and then, you know, you got a big recruiting class coming in next year. But I, I think that's realistic for this team. Make sure you're still an NCAA tournament team. You know, if you get things rolling and those guards are playing really well, maybe be a second weekend type team. But that, that, that early schedule is tough, and those, those guards will be tested. But those young, young front court players are going to be thrown into the fire early. So we'll, we'll see if it, early if it was the right decision by time to kind of stick with those guys. Who, who do you really like that you think is going to grow from a year ago that was on that Spartans roster and a newcomer that makes an immediate impact? Uh, who would those two well, names be? Yeah, I, I would have said, and I'll, and I'll still say Jaden Nathans, even with the, the foot injury, it doesn't look like it's going to be anything that's going to, well, you know, knock on wood that lingers throughout the year. As long as it doesn't, I, I still really expect Jaden Nathans to take a big step this year. I mean, I certainly expect guys like A.J. Hogard and Tyson Walker to keep getting better, but Jay Nagins, to me, is that wild card that could take a real big step. Maybe you don't miss Max Christie as much in that spot over there because he can be a dynamic playmaker for them on both ends of the floor. So he'd still be my guy, even though he's got that foot injury right now. And a newcomer, I mean, I guess you got to go with Jackson Kohler. I mean, this kid has a lot of offensive skill. Uh, the big question is, where does he fit in defensively, especially for a Tom Izzo team? I think as many freshmen that come in there, that's their biggest adjustment, and I think it's clear through early practices that that's going to be the big thing for, for Kohler. If he can learn how to defend at a competent level, he's going to be on the floor a lot, but there's no doubt he's got offensive skill. So we'll see how far he comes along, but I think he's got the best shot to make an impact early. You can follow everything Michigan State, Detroit News, Matt Charbonneau checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. Matt, enjoy uh, the basketball media days, and we'll talk soon. You got it. Thank you. All right, Sharby joining us on the Meyer Guest Hunt. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, your home for lunch, dinner, and your favorite teams on all the TVs. And also, you can order up your brand's favorites for pickup or delivery. 
go to brands.com. Now, you can get out and have lunch, dinner, or watch the game at Brands all across the huge radio network. You'll find the Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Holland, US 31 in James, Johnny Brands in Granville, just west of GR. You'll find the Brands in Cascade, just east of GR with Mike Brand Sr. Also, the Brands on Leonard, Johnny Brands on Leonard, US 31 or 131. And the Leonard exit. Phenomenal menu. Lunch, dinner, takeout, delivery. Watch the games. Enjoy your favorite beverages. Happy hours twice a day. All the details at Brands.com. That is Brands.com. And that's what's on tap at your local Brands Steakhouse and Grill. Our Bud Light, the huge question of the day that you can answer Is the Big Ten a better basketball or football conference? Your answers have 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now will play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. First game at the Van, Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets at your local ticket outlets. And also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Big. Bad. Huge.